Hello, citizens, and welcome to the Brothers Marvel. Hello, and welcome in to another edition of the Brothers Marvel podcast. I'm your shield-wielding co-host, Vinny, joined, as always, by your web-slinging co-host, Charlie, otherwise known as Chuck D. Hey, Chuckles, how are you doing today? I'm very excited to watch the, or just get involved with Daredevil, the man without fear, doing one of the more amazing things that you could do, finalizing a lease. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Daredevil is back. Here comes the man without fear, Daredevil. And guess who else is back, Chuckles? Shooty Lightning Man! (laughs) Shooty Lightning Man. Also the FF in this issue. Oh my god, it's a star-studded affair. Uh, you might remember Shooty Lightning Man uh, from his last appearance fighting the Amazing Spider-Man. For those who are unfamiliar, Shooty Lightning Man is what we like to call uh, the Great Electro. Yes, the super powerful. He's different. He's daring. He's dynamic. Would you agree with all of those adjectives? Um, I wouldn't say that he's different. No? What's not different about him? He's wearing green. Yeah, that's true. He's wearing a big (laughs) stupid costume. His costume um, is green and yellow. And actually, you know what? Um, he is extremely powerful, and I always forget that because of his stupid costume. No, but they make him do such stupid stuff in here. We'll, we'll get to it. I'm scrolling through this looking for the uh, the episode where we did him. Where we did Judy Lightning Man? We did. It's Amazing Spider-Man number nine is the issue. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. This is some really great radio, isn't it? Um <laughs> Oh, I think it's this. Yes. Yes. Episode 76. He's just trying to keep his small house. Oh, yeah, that's right. He lost his small house. He did. Uh, Judy Lightning Man is always involved in uh, leasing issues. He is. He loves real estate. (laughs) No, he hates it. He hates it? It's his enemy. He always loses a house or is involved in uh, leasing disputes in a building. Well, we're promised a Titanic clash between Daredevil, the Man Without Fear, and Shooty Lightning Man, Electro. Let's get into it, Chuckles. This is Daredevil number two from June of 1964. Uh, And we start off with, we always complain when we read a Fantastic Four issue of the boring (laughs) intros where they're doing routine, regular errands. Exactly. This is the best one of those we've ever seen. I very much enjoyed this. It's still very much a boring routine errand, though. Yeah, but why would Reed Richards send the thing to take care of legal matters? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. No, that's the last person you'd choose. Nelson and Murdoch are, you know, getting, getting their feet under them in the whole lawyering business, and it looks like they're about to score the biggest clients you could possibly score, the Fantastic Four. What do you mean literally? Literally, <laughs> literally the biggest. Because the, the thing, thing is, is big. He's a big guy. He breaks doors. <laughs> Hulk is bigger, though. Is Giant it? Man is bigger. Giant Man certainly is bigger. You know, he's Woo. he's the biggest of them all. He is he's the roughly the of size of a barge. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's various sizes. So the hilarious thing bursts through the office door and breaks it immediately. Hilarious. The question is, though, Chuckles, were you aware of the thing's power? He's so strong that he can take two bits of broken things, push them together, and then they're fixed. Yeah, what is this door made of, Clay? Instant welding? That's the Human Torch's power. And even if it was instant welding, I'm pretty sure that door is made of wood. Yeah, or plaster at the very least. (laughs) 
Asbestos. Yeah, well, oh, well, then we're in for some trouble. Good thing he sent the thing in and not the torch. Yeah, he just he just collapses at the front door. Well, it turns out there's some legal documents that the Fantastic Four are far too busy to pour over uh, a lease yeah. on the Baxter Building. You think they just buy it at this point, but they're leasing it. Um, and who are they leasing the Baxter Building from? Someone who doesn't care about uh, them losing their security deposit. <laughs> I want to know, maybe that corporation comes into play later. Ooh, maybe it does. They're evil, I bet. Owned by Dr. Doom, perhaps? Yeah. Or someone less exciting. (laughs) Owned by the human top. There you go. Or the mad thinker, maybe. Uh, But the thing is like, all right, we got this lease. You're some lawyers. Lawyer it up. Check out the lease. Make sure we're not getting hosed here. We're taking off. We're going to D.C. to get a medal from the president. Barry and the lead their thing. Also, why are the Fantastic Four going to this, like, rinky-dink three-man operation of a law firm? Correct. That's the good—see, that's what I want—and we'll get to this later, but that's what I wanted, is I wanted Reed Richards to have figured out that Matt Murdock is Daredevil, and that's why they did it. Yeah, well, I thought thought that was going to be the whole point of this story, (laughs) is is the fact that this was when Reed Richards found out who Daredevil was. Gotcha. But that's that's not what happens. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Um, Spoilers for Endgame. Spoilers for Endgame, that doesn't happen in this issue. So the thing then gives it a very convoluted... <laughs> so you you might remember that the Baxter Building has some pretty high security. Now, yes, very high. Yeah, very high. They're going to D.C., and they want Matt Murdock to check out the Baxter Building, do a sweep, a lawyerly sl- sweep, <laughs> and <laughs> while they're gone. So he's like... All right, you got a picture of Matt Murdock. We're going to feed it into our computer so it recognizes him and doesn't blow him up or whatever when he tries to get into the building. Why? Just say, we'll do this tomorrow. Also, why are you sending the blind lawyer to check up on all of the leasing requirements for the building? That's a good point, but it appears that the Fantastic Four don't know that he's blind. That being said, you'd think Foggy would have brought it up. Foggy's like, oh... Matt Murdock, Matt, my colleague is much better with these things. He'll go check out your building. He'll go make sure your building's up to code or whatever the hell it is. Foggy, what a what a cruel prank. <laughs> or just Foggy, terrible lawyer. <laughs> so Matt is obviously gone away doing something important. So the fa- Fantastic Four are like, all right, when he gets back, you send him over there. That was a very long explanation of the first page of this issue. <laughs> Just because you were especially tickled by it. I liked it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not? I mean, I liked I liked him inexplicably fusing the door back together. That's the only thing you liked? Come on. All right. Anyway. No, when I heard that it was about a lease, that the thing was there to discuss a lease, I, I kind of, my eyes rolled back. You checked out? Yeah. Now, your eyes probably rolled back in for this next part. Where's Matt? Why can't he come check out the lease right now? Because he's daredeviling it up. <laughs> I mean, we can't tell you where Matt is, but we can tell you where his quads are. Yeah, we get some nice shots of his hammies. <laughs> yeah. It, on no fewer than, like, six occasions are his muscles mentioned in this story. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's basically every single time. But yeah, the Daredevil in general is very over the top about explaining how he's doing everything. As you know, that's a very Marvel thing to do. But this one is in particular because it's special and only in his head where right. the action is happening. Well, here's what the problem is that we get to. Stan has not yet figured out the radar sense. <laughs> right. And so he can't just say at the beginning, 
I got a radar sense that pretty much allows me to see, as he does in like 20 years from now, every story, that's the first panel. (laughs) But now he hasn't figured that out yet, so he's just like, oh, thank goodness that I could hear this coming at me, and thank goodness I could feel this coming at me. Yeah, my my favorite one that he uses throughout is his... (laughs) His superhuman sense of touch. <laughs> he does. He has a superhuman sense of touch. Uh, but this is good. I like the time. I like how this is drawn out. Our first, our second introduction to Daredevil here. Don't you? I do like it a lot. And I was gonna say that um, we were just, we were talking about this artist before uh, the episode started, and I asked if he had done anything else, and not really, and because I was thinking that well, a lot this actually. Art- <laughs> Well, no, not, like, in terms of superheroes. Let's give Joe Orlando, the penciler for this issue, his due. He did, like, a million things. Yeah, but, but he they're only all Binky-related. He, he only did three Marvel stories, issues two, three, and four of Daredevil. Uh, but uh, without fear. This issue is kind of, like, next level a little bit when it comes to angles and showing action and stuff like that. We get... I don't, I don't think it's our first full page spread within an issue but it is certainly one of the only ones yeah i think we've gotten a few fantastic fours like there was we're nemo we're uh, going into space who's nemo you know nemo <laughs> good old nemo who is nemo there, there was namor uh when he was yeah you know, doing, doing his like battling. M- yeah. military parade yeah <laughs> well and you'll remember uh when they go to planet x to yes. meet Kurgo, the master of Planet X. Yeah, was They're Nemo like, there? No, he wasn't because he's not real. They go down as Namor, the Submariner, the half-man, half-fish person, definitely real. Um, <laughs> they're like being dropped into the city of the city of the future in Planet X and we're yeah. in space and that was cool. But uh, Yeah, but like this one has a lot more different like size boxes and like a lot more visual storytelling than some of the other ones we've seen and I thought it was kind of interesting that it wasn't Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko because they're very famous. You can f- you can thank Joe Orlando for that one. Joe, don't call me Tony Orlando. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Don't call me Tony Orlando. Joe, don't call me the city of Orlando, Florida. Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> uh, so our first introduction to Daredevil in this issue is he is busting up a ring of car thieves. And this is a very daredevil thing to do, man. He hates yeah. he hates gangsters. He hates criminals who just steal from people. Yeah. He's out to save the day from those types of villains, not aliens and such. He, yeah, he needs to punch he punch men in the eyes. Exactly. That's what he has to do. And he knocks on the door and he gets the lookout guy to like stick his head out and he grabs him and beats him up. It's great. And then he gets in there and he's beating him up. I didn't like when he used the tire as a slingshot. That was kind of dumb. But the rest of it was great. Loved it. He's throwing throwing stuff at people. He's whacking people in the face with his cane. Yeah. He's dumping paint on people. It's a great, it's a nice fight. Like, a, what? what is it? Like one on seven fight or something and it's great. Right. Yeah, it's a it's very Daredevil. It's very interesting the whole way that they're doing it. Um, you could read through it without reading any of the uh, thought bubbles, and you'd be fine. Yeah, because the art is very good. And um, but you didn't you didn't like what he used the tire to slingshot an entire car engine into another car. No, generally throwing a car engine at another car and making it blow up would be awesome. In this case, it's bad because it's immediately preceded by, well, I have no room to get out of the way of this 
oncoming truck, but I do have room to uh, insert an engine into a tire, lay down on the ground, put my feet into the tire, and use it as a slingshot. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> How is that less time? You have uh, rippling muscles, uh, Daredevil. Why don't you just use them to heave an engine at another truck? You got quads like steel bands. Kick the truck. Oh, kick the truck. That would have been great. He can't do that. Captain America can. He would have broke his legs. Yeah, Captain America (laughs) can do that. We'll save that for him. Uh, But there you go. And it turns out, kind of upsettingly, I really wish this would have just been totally unrelated to anything. Oh, that'll... This is what Daredevil does in his it, when Daredevil's daredeviling, he just beats up a bunch of car thieves and leaves them for the cops, and that's yeah, it. Because it didn't really need to be related. It didn't, but it turns out that Electro was their boss, and he was watching from afar, and he was like, "Well, I sure don't like that Daredevil now because he broke up my ring of car thieving. Why is Shooty Lightning Man even stealing cars? <laughs> he just loves to steal. Then he's a uh, kleptomaniac. We get his we get his backstory again. If you forgot it from Spider Man. Uh, he was a lineman for the county. Yep, and then they stole his small house. <laughs> and then he was he was struck by lightning while on top of an electric wire. So now he has kind of nondescript electrical abilities. They're so nondescript, and I actually hate most of them in this issue, and we'll discuss. But I think he should just like be able to. He's like should just be a human generator. That's what his power should be. He should just be shooty lightning man. It's That's, right in yeah. his name. He no, should just he be should able just to be shoot able to power lightning. lamps. And if you t- if like if he touched somebody, he electrocutes them. He's just shooting electricity all over the electricness. Electricity comes out of his hands. That yeah, should like, be his so powers. You, Boom. You just done. want him to be the emperor. <laughs> no, that would be fine because it's just it is dangerous. You don't want to get electrocuted. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> so I like when go. he can control things. I do not. <laughs> Whatever. I don't like it. <laughs> so, um, Electro hears on TV that the Fantastic Four are out of town, so he's going to pull his greatest caper yet, steal Reed Richards' plans for things, uh-huh. for unspecified things, and sell them to foreign countries. Governments. These supervillains always pulling this one, or trying to at least. How many enemies did the United States have in the I mean, 1960s? I mean, one notable one, but how many where it's just like every bad guy's plan is like, you know what? I'll sell these to a foreign government. Like, think if you were like, if you're like Finland, right? Yeah, I'm Let's Finland. say you're Finland, and some, and some man dressed in a ridiculous costume who shoots lightning out of his hands came to your <laughs> prime minister or, yeah. and was like, hey, prime minister of Finland, you want to buy American military secrets? The prime minister of Finland would jump on the phone immediately and be like, hey, America, <laughs> there's this guy. Uh, he, I'm going to get these plans and just give them right back to you because I'm a good guy. I'm Finland. Oh, but then you let Shooty Lightning in, go free. You got to hold him there. In Finland, offer him some Finnish cuisine to keep him uh, occupied. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure there's an extradition situation yeah. between America and Finland, right? Exactly. There, you, there, there'd have to be something. Way to go, Finland. Let them sit there and play Angry Birds. They love Angry Birds in Finland. Do they love it or did it just come from there? Maybe both. We've got a lot of things that came from the United States that we do not like. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, many things. <laughs> So, uh, meanwhile, back at the law office, uh, Matt is 
uh, made aware of the situation with the Fantastic Four in the Baxter building, and he's like, okay, I'll head right over. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt Murdock never gets to sit down, ever. He doesn't, does he? He's always coming in the office, getting a message, and immediately leaving. So we are so used to, in the movies, uh, none of the superheroes have secret identities. <laughs> they're just celebrities, and they're yeah. superheroes. Yeah. At least none of the Avengers, right? So in the comics, though, very obsessed with the secret identity. Mm-hmm. And it seems, though, that they're fine. You know what I mean? Like, Tony Stark, when he's not Iron Man, he's running Stark. You know, he's doing his stuff. He's going out with ladies. He's doing all his stuff. <laughs> Peter Parker, when he's not Spider-Man, he's going to school. You know, sometimes he's, he's got the day off. He's always doing homework. He's a huge nerd. He's always <laughs> you doing know homework. Uh, Aunt May is always uh, bringing him down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we can't afford our house. Okay, so... <laughs> That's an oh, actual, your uncle is still dead. That's an these are actual problems, but but you know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're saying them very flippantly. We are, but but it's just because she is just always bringing him down. But Daredevil, Matt Murdock, he seems to be full blown, hundred percent doing something at all times. I don't think he <laughs> <Yeah>. sleeps. <laughs> he, no, I I think that's a problem explored in modern tellings. <laughs> He's always just. He's flying in through a window. Oh, man, I just daredeviled it up for like six hours. And then Foggy and then comes like, in. Hey, I know you're to... blind, but you got to go check this building out. Hey, what are you wearing? You need to be a lawyer now. <laughs> Why does that cane look so heavy and red? Put your glasses back on. You're a lawyer. Um, <laughs> you're not allowed to sleep. All right. So uh, Matt's going to go to the Baxter building. Meanwhile, Shooty Lightning Man also going to the Baxter building. Uh, Chuckles, this is what I was talking about, because Electro's power of traveling via electric wires is stupid. You don't like that one? I don't like it at all. He's what, flying? What's going on here? I think it's like... (laughs) I think it's magnets. I think it's magnetism. I think that's how they explain it. Let's put it this way. It's as if he is ziplining on electric wires, but not in a way that looks like a zipline. No, he's going I, up. He's like, yeah, he's like magnetizing. Not magnetizing. He's electric. To, <laughs> oh, that's the hustle. That's not whatever. Uh, we were, what's, what's the electric, the electric slide? Electric? I don't know how the electric slide goes. It's probably wow. as bad as the hustle. Keep keep talking whatever you're talking about. Okay, I think that he like feels the electrical wires inside the building and then like can like slide up them. I think that's what's happening. But he's always depicted as, right. like, that's flying. bad. That's dumb. I don't like that at all. He can slide up any building that has elect- electric wires in them? That's terrible. That's why he's such a, a dangerous villain. It's terrible. So Electricity, he's in, it's everywhere. He's in the Baxter building. He's just got in there immediately. He might as well have just teleported in there. Yeah, and I mean, I think that he should just be able to fly. No. Why can't why? he just... Why can't you want electric shooty lightning man to fly? Yeah. Why? Why not? He should just walk and shoot lightning out of his hands while walking. But that wouldn't get you very far. But here's no, but here's what he can do. What he should do is he should walk into the Baxter building, touch the security system and disable it. He short circuits it. That's great. That's fine. I'm all about that. Okay, yeah. Because he's shooting be right. light, he's shooting electric out of his hands. But but you think they'd let him in wearing that? He's got to wear his hilarious costume. That's why he can't wear such a dumb, stupid costume. <laughs> get yourself get yourself a coat, just a big coat and some jeans. You can go anywhere, disable anything you want. Baseball hat and sunglasses works for Captain America in every movie. Um, 
And he's one of the most recognizable exactly. men in America. In America, in the world. The whole world. He was mm. part of a world war, you know. Yes. Yeah. The most famous of the two. <laughs> and that's saying something. It is. Uh, so uh, Electro's up in the Baxter building and he's like, who's this coming into the Baxter building? It's Daredevil. Because, by the way, while just walking in doing his routine check of the Baxter building's lease... Matt Murdock's <laughs> Matt Murdock apparently grew a spider sense and decided he should change into Daredevil. Yeah, well, he said that. Yeah, he said that like he could hear a commotion happening up there, but it was more of just like I think that there might be something dangerous up there, so I'm going to change into my yellow suit. Doesn't he know that the Fantastic Four have cameras in the Baxter Building? You'd assume so, but also, by the way, while I was reading this, yeah. The security measures for the Baxter building are bad. They're not bad. They gave him access. He's no. up there. He he got in the elevator and he's up. No, for Electro. Electro didn't do anything. He just went to a window and opened it. Right. Well, you'll remember Namor did the same thing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Excuse me, Lock Namo. Your windows. You'll remember that Namo did the same thing. <laughs> Come on, Namo. Get out of my windows. Oh, seriously, just like put a, any type of lock on the window. You know whose fault this probably is? The human Who? torch. He probably left it open. The human torch. All every single window from like for like floor thirty two and up is open because he just he never closes it after leaving. Every time Reed walks by walks by a window, God damn it, Johnny. Close the window. <laughs> Yeah, it's like your parents telling, yelling at you to turn the lights off after you leave the room. So uh, Electro and Daredevil get in a fight rather quickly. And uh, Daredevil's doing an okay job dodging Shooty Lightning Man's shot lightning. Yes, uh, I agree. And it's also very, um, a lot of these Daredevil fights in this and kind of in the first one are uh, similar to what we saw in the TV show where... He's getting beat most of the time. <laughs> I think it's different and better, in my opinion, in the comics because he's an acro. He's like very acrobatic. So he's like yeah. bouncing around. He's like to to quote fish. He's bouncing around the room. Ooh, good fish <laughs> reference. Yeah. Uh, but he's like bouncing uh, around the room while the lightning's being shot at him, and it's pretty good because you'll remember from Daredevil one, he spent all that time working out in underwear and boots uh-huh. in a gym where he's just doing gymnastics all the time. So this is a perfect application of that. <laughs> Perfect application of being in underwear boots. Right, exactly. Uh, and just having to dodge projectiles. Correct. But yeah, like the but the overall thing of like him just constantly getting the shit beat out of him <laughs> for in a fight. Well, right, because his super heroics are not based on strength, super strength, or super physical skills. Right, they are based on his radar sense that is poorly explained. Well, it's just not, it doesn't exist yet, <laughs> I don't think. I will use my superior touch sense. <laughs> hmm, I can taste a change in the air. It lets me know that shooty lightning is coming toward me. <laughs> Which, by the way, he found out where the Baxter building was while walking down the street because of the, he could tell what the shape of the building was via the, listening to the wind currents around it. Exactly. It's too wordy, Stan. Just he's got radar sense. He can see where he's going. Yeah. Just you don't have to explain that. We're all well, fine with it. Halfway through this fight with Shooty Lightning Man, Daredevil becomes an idiot. 
Um, and sa- and he stumbles upon uh, one of those giant hilarious weights that the thing uses to work out. And he's like, here's a giant hilarious weight that the thing uses to work out. I'll throw it at Shooty Lightning Man. But very obviously he can't pick it up. Well, and also Allowing- his whole plan was to get the lights off because, I mean, that's usually his go-to move because that's where he lives. Correct, because he can see in the dark and other people cannot. Yeah, but if he knew anything about Shitty Lightning Man, he would know that he could light up a room without any any lights. Yeah, he would know that it was literally the last thing maybe he, that he should have done. <laughs> That's what Shitty Lightning Man wanted all along. It was. Well, <laughs> shocker, Shitty Lightning Man knocks this guy out right away. He knocks Daredevil out right away. And this is when things get very silly and bad, because... Uh, Shooty Lightning Man decides that the best way to get rid of Daredevil would be to put him into the Fantastic Four's rocket and blast him into space. Yeah, and frame him. Excessive. (laughs) Excessive, Electro. Excessive. Just throw him out the window. And his plan was that he would... Everyone would think that Daredevil stole the Fantastic Four's rocket. Why do you need... Reed Richards would be able to get that back, and when he gets it back, Daredevil's gonna be in it, and he's gonna be like, Daredevil, what happened? Oh. It's true. And then he would explain the entire events. Well, uh, Electro is uh, very successful at doing exactly this. Um, he blasts Daredevil into space. And that's right. In issue two of Daredevil, <laughs> Daredevil goes to space. I love this um, cell here where Electro is trying to figure out the rocket. And Reed Richards has you know done something so that no one can use it except for the Fantastic Four members. <laughs> It just shows his hands, like, pulling every lever and touching every button on the control console rapidly to try and get something to work, and then he just shoots lightning at it, and it takes off. Yeah, he just gives up and shoots lightning, and boom, it works to perfection. Great. Uh, So Daredevil manages to very easily (laughs) deduce that he is in a rocket ship in Uh space uh, and then control it back to Earth. There's a 0% chance. I don't care how smart... Matt Murdock is 0% chance that any of this would have gone his way. No law degree can prepare you for that. That's true. That's true. And this, however, um, (laughs) is the first of three instances of Matt Murdock saying, it can only be one thing. (laughs) And in none of the situations, by the way, can it only be one thing? <laughs> I wonder if I were in this situation where I w- was knocked out, sent into space, and I was tied up. If I woke and couldn't up, see. And, and couldn't see. If I woke up in a situation like this, how long it would take me to figure out that I was a rock- on a rocket ship in space. Yeah, I would imagine that I would die before. You would just I would it. starve to death before I would figure out that I was in space. <laughs> You would try to leave, and then you just walk out, and it would be like a like a Wiley Coyote situation, <laughs> where you're hanging there in space for a bit. You look at the screen and hold up the sign that says "Oh no," and then just fall. Exactly. All right, makes sense. Anyway, Daredevil manages to land a rocket ship in Central Park, no problem. <laughs> no, no one was hurt. Rocket's fine. Daredevil's fine. The horse is fine. He was in space for like three minutes. (laughs) It is at this point that Daredevil rides a horse through New York City traffic. I, okay, as silly as this is, I loved it. 
I thought it was great. Started out so promising. He stole a horse from a from a carriage in Central Park. He stole rides Rusty. it through the city. <laughs> Rusty. He stole Kramer's handsome cab horse, Rusty, who's so keno on his beefarino, uh, and he rode it through the streets of New York City. This is so bad. <laughs> no, it's so fun. Jo- John Wick did it, and it was cool. Well, Daredevil is no John Wick, maybe. <laughs> they're they're actually very similar in uh in what they do. John Wick kills a lot of people, though. This started off so promising. Remember when he was in that garage beating up seven guys, and yeah. then for some reason he was in space and then on a horse. <laughs> Daredevil has been an astronaut and a cowboy in the span of two pages. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Astronaut, <laughs> cowboy, lawyer, um, gymnast, g- gymnast. Yeah, exactly. I think he we'll has so many one. jobs. No wonder he never sleeps. <laughs> Too many jobs. Too many jobs, and then he's, and then he's about to do something. Okay, all right. So there you go. He rides his horse back to the Baxter Building, and he's like, "All right, I can't go back into the Baxter Building. Electro will know that I'm coming. I have to find a different way in, especially via horse." <laughs> Right, especially if he sees a man in a bright yellow costume ride up on a horse. That's probably going to attract some attention. So, Daredevil decides that he's going to hitch a ride on a helicopter, uh, a tourism helicopter that flies over New York City and gives tours of New York City in a helicopter. He's going to take his cane and hilariously hang from the bottom of a helicopter as it flies through New York City. Now, this idea, in general, I love yeah i thought it was awesome i think it's awesome too what i don't love is all of the text because the explanation is that he has memorized the itinerary of the sightseeing helicopter and he (laughs) knows how many seconds into the flight it is going to be directly over the baxter building so he can drop in and surprise electro no, just give him his radar, and then he'll just know when he's over the Baxter building. Also, the, the, he mentions that he has to, like, count, uh, like, the yeah, the amount of seconds it takes to get to the right. Baxter building. And he says that he's using his heartbeat to count. Like, it's to fine. Keep... It's steady. It's not going to change. You're not going to speed up your heartbeat. on. Well, I guess you would if you're uh, riding heart... on the bottom of a helicopter. Heartbeats are one of the least consistent things that you can well, they're pretty consistent. They're among the most consistent. What are you talking about? No, they're you're constantly saying... changing the speed at which they're going. Right, but maybe Daredevil has been able to master his heartbeat, and he. You is... think? How about... I mean, this guy. This guy was just in space and riding a horse. Why does he have to use? Something... Unfortunately, not simultaneously. <laughs> Why does he have to use something to count? He can just count himself. He knows how to count. He does know how to count. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Damn it! He's been counting for his whole life. But I got to be honest, I loved the, I'm on the bottom of the helicopter, I'm going to wait till it's over the Baxter building, I'm going to drop in through the glass ceiling and surprise the heck out of Shooty Lightning Man. That was really good. I could have done, again, without any of the text explaining to me what he was doing. And, you know, you you rag on how little amount of time he was in space for, but that makes this moment so much better. <laughs> it's like, like, Electro just shot him off into space. He saw the rocket go into space, turned around, kept doing what he was doing. Five minutes later, he drops in through the ceiling. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? (laughs) No wonder he's shocked. (laughs) Daredevil with three exclamation points. Make it four. 
Oh man. So Dardo or excuse me, Electro has gotten his hands on Reed Richards' plans for various things. Oh yeah. So they're all secret and and Electro even specifies that he doesn't understand any of it. Right. Right. Uh and so Daredevil is arrived has arrived and now Electro's gonna make his escape and he's going to do it by traveling down the electric wires of the elevator. Again, dude, just just jump down the elevator. Yeah. Why do you need to slide down the cable? Maybe he needs to electrify it so that no, Daredevil no, can't no, follow him. No, no. <laughs> Just jump and break your fall with electricity. No, that doesn't. That's not what. That that's not a thing. It's a fine thing. Break your fall with electricity. Yeah. As soon as he's about to hit the ground, he just shoots lightning at the ground and it hops him up and he lands. Ta-da! Ooh, you want him to be the guy from Infamous, the video game? Don't know what that is. It's that the. That's what happens in that. He uses like his electricity to like, and like shoot, like jump really high and stuff. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. And like float. No, no floating. No float. Why? Why can't he fly? float? If he can break his fall with electricity, then he can surely float. It's like gliding. It's like a Batman cape situation. Daredevil does a cool thing where he goes down the elevator shaft by using his cane. No, the stupid whirly gig thing is dumb, but like using the cane to like not die when you go down the, elect- what the elevator saw- shaft. What if you saw that in a movie or a TV show where he's spinning yeah. around? He's got a big smile on his face. Uh, and so now we have a chase through the streets and uh, Electro-, Electro jumps onto some cars and Daredevil runs across the top of some cars, which is pretty cool. I liked that. Yeah, I like this. He, this is uh, one of the better like chasing scenes that uh, we've seen, in my opinion. Because sure. most of the time, the chasing is just like, oh, he's running over there. Oh, he's running over there. <laughs> he's running and over giant there. giant man trips on a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah, and like, takes out a light pole or something right. like this. This is all very uh, graceful, this chase scene. It is graceful. That's true. Um, and then Electro goes into a movie theater. Now, here, it's very easy to explain what happens next. Electro and Daredevil fight on the catwalk above the stage, uh, and then Electro falls into a curtain and is put out pretty much. Yeah, I can't believe His electricity they didn't say, is that's curtains for you, Electro. Yeah. Oh, that would have been great. I'm so mad that he didn't. Um and so he uh the police are waiting at the bottom with water, which is dumb. Electricity <laughs> goes through water. They should be waiting with fire extinguisher stuff. They're making this so much more dangerous. They are, they are, but it works. Um and they capture him. There you go. Ta-da. What should have happened is that this fight should have taken place on the outside of the movie theater on top of the marquee that is full of friggin' light bulbs as they show. That would have been awesome. He could have been exploding light bulbs in Daredevil's face. Yeah, that would have been fun. That would have been awesome. Instead, but then he couldn't ins- drop a curtain on him. <laughs> Instead, they go inside and there's just they're fighting over a play and there's like there's a catwalk. Why? None of this is electric. You know what I thought of this story and kind of the action of it was when you're a little kid and you're making up a story on the spot and you just say, and then, and then you just have to think of the next thing that happens. It's like, and then he's riding a horse (laughs) (laughs) and then he gets shot into space and now he's in space, but he comes back down and then he goes into a movie theater and now they're fighting on the catwalk and then he falls over. That's what I felt like about this whole story. Yeah. I just think there was such a cool opportunity to use so much electricity. (laughs) That's a great quote. Yeah. (laughs) But they didn't do it. 
No, they did not do it. They don't... Uh, Shooty Lightning Man is kind of... I don't know. They, I think that they try too hard to make them, like, common criminals. <laughs> like, stealing things and, like, robbing right, exactly. people and stuff they like that. They should be, like, blowing things up. Right, yeah. They should be, <laughs> they should be terrorists more than criminals. Right. That they that's, need to stop. Yeah, right, exactly. Because that makes superheroes' job all the riskier. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when dealing High with stakes. a terrorist instead of a car thief. Right, yeah. higher stakes. Yeah, exactly. Daredevil. Well, but when it's Daredevil, it's cool when he's beating up car thieves, I think. Beating up, <laughs> beating up lowly car thieves that are like, that, that were all like 45 years old and white and had suits on. But let's be honest, it was the best part of the issue. Oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, this issue ends, by the way, with Matt returning from instant, like, you know, he walks in the door from just daredeviling for the last however many hours, and then the Fantastic Four burst in, they're like, what did you do? Um, the <laughs> Wait, thing breaks the door again, which is funny, which I liked. Also, um, yeah, and then Reed Richards is super mean to them for some reason. Yeah, he's like, you didn't get this done? Why? We're taking our business elsewhere, you jerks. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt just has to sit there, and he's like, well, I guess I can't tell him that I saved his secret plans for unspecified objects from a, a super shooty lightning man. But you were, you were right early on when the, you said this would be a really good, like, if the whole issue was like a test from Reed Richards to see if he actually was Daredevil. Yeah, because exactly because I, the thought I just had in my head was, Reed Richards is the smartest man alive. <laughs> he can't handle a lease contract. Right, he should be able to get it done. <laughs> now I understand, like maybe there's a law in 1960s New York that it needs to be approved by a, a lawyer. <laughs> well, I mean, Reed Richards it ha- could become a lawyer yeah, just, in like two days. <laughs> yeah, just go take the bar, Reed. Yeah, Doctor Reed Richards, Esquire. So, yeah, I would also love if this was a recurring theme and Reed always sent the thing to Nelson and Murdoch to the to, to take care of their legal uh, situations. Yeah. And he always broke the door <laughs> every, every time. time. <laughs> Breaks the door every time. Recurring gag. He's the Kramer of the of Nelson and Murdoch. <laughs> it breaks the door. There's one time where he like opens it really carefully, and then as soon as it gets all the way open, it just falls apart. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It'd be great. Ah, he'd, get mad. he'd get mad. No, this this car, this tarnation door. <laughs> I don't know why he's Yosemite Sam, but um, there you go. That's Daredevil number two. Shooty Lightning Man defeated and handed over to the police, and Daredevil's secret identity is protected. Although now apparently he has a bunch of lawyering to do. <laughs> <laughs> or not he lost the, he lost the only client he was client. working on there's no rest for matt murdoch uh what'd you think of this one chuckles um i thought it was fine i don't even in the ways that we said it could be better um like the with the adjustments it would still wouldn't be a very eventful issue of a comic book <laughs> no it was pretty much daredevil a superhero stopping a supervillain from Causing more harm to another superhero, right? Yeah, on accident. Like it was. It wasn't. Uh, it thing. was on accident. You're right. <laughs> it was nothing. No, nothing about this was planned at all. No, no. Uh, but yeah. But there were some good parts. Again, as we're gonna come to find, and I don't think this actually gets rectified for many, many years. <laughs> but yeah. Daredevil's best when he's dealing with gangsters. Yeah. You know, leave those. Leave the other supervillains to to other superheroes. 
Yeah, I do kind of like um, the fact that he was fighting someone who, you know, he couldn't pull his shut off all the lights and beat the hell out of a move. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of fun. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of fun that he had someone that you know can counter that. Oh, I meant it's kind of fun when he turns the lights off and beats up everybody. <laughs> oh well, yeah, but yeah, can't you can't do that every time? Can't be a one trick daredevil. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I think you might be singing a different tune once Stiltman comes along. Chuckles. Excuse me. Oh, you're unfamiliar with Stiltman, huh? <laughs> Just you wait. I bet I could guess. Yeah, I bet you can. Um, how many Fantastic Stars out of a Fantastic Four stars would you give to this one? I'm gonna give it two. Two? Yeah, I guess that's about right. I'll go two as well. Because there was a lot of. I really liked the art in this one. It was good. Yeah. Except, Tony, except for Tony how Orlando. <laughs> He decided to draw the thing at the beginning. It was kind of weird looking. Well, he was weird looking, but when he zoomed in on him, I liked it. The With thing's face eyes. was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked hypnotized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he made him real small. For a guy who only did three issues of Daredevil, he did a fine job drawing the thing. I guess so. Yeah. I guess maybe I'm being a little hard. On, <laughs> on Don- Tony Orlando and Don. <laughs> Tony Orlando. Yeah. I wonder if Don lettered this issue. <laughs> The two of them. Do you know Dawn is two? Two people? Dawn right. is two um, people. Dawn is two people. Um, so there you go. There's Daredevil. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at, at uh, the Brothers Marvel. Follow us on Twitter at Brothers Marvel. No, the. It's confusing. I know. Um, visit our WordPress site, thebrothersmarvel.wordpress.com. Shoot us an email if you'd like. You could shoot us some, a lightning in an email. No. Shoot a lightning man. Shoot a lightning, lightning man mail. would be the master of email. Shooty Lightning Mail. Yeah. Yes, you've stumbled upon something here, Chuckles. <laughs> Send us some Shooty Lightning Mail uh, at it's what is it? The Brothers Marvel Gmail dot com. There you yeah. go. Uh, and then obviously, whether you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, whether you're listening on SoundCloud, whether you're listening on Spotify, whether you're listening on Google Play, Google Play, make sure you go back and listen to all our past episodes. Rate, review, subscribe. We're coming up on episode one hundred. It's going to be a hoot and a holler. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm going to hoot and holler. You should. Episode number 100 is coming right down the pipe so you can get yourself all the way caught up. Listen to all all of them in anticipation of episode 100. Yeah, Um, preferably in one day. I don't even know if that's possible. (laughs) I don't either. How about in one stint of being awake? Okay. You would sleep as much as Matt Murdock. Exactly. There you go. So there you go. You'd be a regular Matt Murdock. All Not right, Daredevil, you, though. No, you wouldn't be Daredevil. You'd have no radar power or, or super taste. <laughs> uh, okay, for Charlie, I've been Vinny. We'll talk to you next time on the Brothers Marvel Podcast. This has been another episode of the Brothers Marvel. Good day. Good day to you all.